Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Ephesians Verse by Verse, brought to you by co-founder of Telios, Dr. William Stewart. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the book of Ephesians, which tells us so much about Christ and his mission, as well as our Christian walk, but it will teach you how to study the Bible so you can have confidence in what you learn. Episodes will provide key points for each important verse of the book of Ephesians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Sure. Welcome back to our verse by verse study on the book of Ephesians. I'm glad you're here. We're in chapter four. and We're coming into a section now where it just begins to talk about what we do and do not do in the Christian life. This is the second half of Ephesians four. <clears throat> if you're with us before, and we certainly hope that you were, and I would suggest to at least review the prior videos in, in chapter four. Paul gave a structure of the church in which we base our Christian life. And he started out by saying the unity. We are based in unity and doctrine and love in the verse seven verses, all based on our salvation. And the prior work of the apostles and the people in the early church who taught up until the time that we had the canon of scriptures and we all then had the ability through the written word to become mature and to know God and be a unified body loving each other. So that brings us to our verses today, 17 and 18. Paul says, therefore, okay, so when you see therefore in scripture or wherefore, what the author is about to say <clears throat> is based on what went before. So we know what went before was that we became Christians. And in chapters one to three, and we're, we're based in the church, and we know the structure in which we walk in the church <clears throat> uh, in the first half of chapter four. Now he begins the actual walk in a series of negative commands, things that we don't do. He says, in verse 17, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Verse 18, having the understanding darkened, <clears throat> being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. So what he's saying here is believers don't act like unbelievers in actions or your thinking. Uh, the word here for walk, peripateo, meaning literally walk around in the original Greek language of the Bible, <clears throat> meant a, a manner or a way of life. It's used almost equally for a good walk and bad walk. And here it's a bad walk. Don't morally and, and your actions and your thinking walk like the Gentiles. Gentile, of course, was a word for nations or people who weren't Jews. Um, and taken from the Old Testament, from the, the Jewish word, ye, uh, meaning the, basically anybody who wasn't a Jew, a barbarian, really. So it, in this case, it's meaning those who don't follow God. Sometimes it's talking about the Gentiles are brought in, like in chapter 2, also the salvation equal to the Jews. But in this case, it's those who don't follow God and walk in the vanity of their mind. What's it, what do you mean by that? That um, they think that they know the way to God themselves. They think they know truth. Whereas it says in Romans 3, verses 10 to 12, about God, nobody understands. 
Nobody seeks after good. So they're vain and empty in their thinking, <clears throat> thinking they know perhaps the ways of God and what is good. The understanding of verse 11 is darkened. Otherwise, like people trying to hike in the dark along a trail and a ridge, and they trip and fall and maybe fall over the edge, not meaning to, but they don't know the way that they're going. Interesting, the word for mine here is Diana. And it's the second time he's used this in the book. Uh, and it's uh, an allusion to probably the Temple of Diana in uh, the town of Ephesus itself. There was a huge colonnaded temple to the goddess of the mind, Diana, which was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. So appropriately, he alludes to this um, big temple, which had a, a lot of economic activity surrounding it, as we learned from uh, Acts 19. So they're alienated from God. Interestingly, much like pictured in Ephesians 2, uh, 11 and 12, the Gentiles were prior alienated from God and the life of Israel. Now through Christ and salvation, they've been brought in to be equal to the Israelites and have every advantage that the Israelites have as one person with Christ and reconciled to Christ. But those Gentiles who have not been saved, alienated from God and that they're blind and they don't understand uh, and, and ignorant. And so it's keeping them from coming to faith. You see this all the time <clears throat> in our current culture. People think they know what good is. They know the ways of God. They refuse to consider scripture and the way of salvation in scripture. And of course, we need to faithfully pray for them and help them and, and trust them to God that they would come to salvation. Okay, we'll continue <clears throat> this uh, short passage on what we do not do as believers, we're not to act like unbelievers, but walk in the ways of God. And then we'll turn into what we do do uh, for God in our service. It's great stuff. Thanks. For